Bienvenidos, hermanos y hermanos. Hey! Welcome to the Carry On Cast. This is the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you get to hear the pastors. That's us. That's us. Hello. Hi. Talk about the upcoming preaching text. It's a joy to be with you today. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm Pastor Eric. I'm Pastor Megan. Hey! Hey! We're all back together. Gang's all here. Yes. I'm so glad to be back with you all. I got to just came back from a week in Guatemala with my spouse, Amber. And, you know, it's amazing to be there, not under the, you know, auspices of a trip for the church to see our global mission partners, but to experience other parts of the country as well. And it's a beautiful place. I'm so proud of Easter's partnership with Guatemala. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to exploring that more with you all once I get some sleep, which will be- <laughs> First things first. Yes, yes, yes. We were talking with a contractor for our home today and we're answering in Spanish and uh, realized <laughs> trying to shift back of, <laughs> yeah we're not even fluent but we're working, on it. <laughs> we're working on it and I'm just so glad to be back with the two of these two Yay! here who were yeah. doing amazing work this past week speaking of that we're in the book of Romans and we're doing an incredible series right now called through faith for faith can you say that with me through faith, faith for faith. faith. So I wonder, how has it been for the two of you to preach on this? Or what has maybe been something that you've kind of heard as feedback as as we've kind of started to dig into the book of Romans? Oh, So as you might remember uh, from a, a bit ago when I preached and admitted that me and Paul don't always get along so great, <laughs> I was very heartened to hear other people say things like, yeah, I struggle with his stuff too. Because it, it, it didn't read as like, I struggle with it. I also hate Paul. It was like this, I struggle with it and I'm glad that we can hang together mm -hmm. on this, right? Like that we can keep doing this hard work because even though it's sometimes hard to read or follow, we know there's good stuff in there. And so let's yeah. let's do this work together. That that was encouraging mm -hmm. to me. It felt good to, it felt good to tell the truth. Whew. Yeah, and um, I guess I have felt uh, it's, it's, you know, this is a foundational book for mm. for our um lutheran practice of christianity and so um it feels like getting a refresher and back to basics mm. and that's really helpful and just for me it's also been a, a reminder over and over as each week as we look at these texts how this is all effective through the proclamation of the content of of this book the gospel yeah, yeah. the preaching of it actually does this it gives us faith so that's where the faith comes from. You just felt, I felt, that felt a little bit like pressure, Pastor Eric, that the preaching of this is what gives us, <laughs> to, I don't yeah. want to make or break it. Right. <laughs> well, and, and as we're going to hear all about today, it's effective through grace. It's all God's grace. And I'll remind you of something that we've said before, that all the verbs belong to God. Yeah. So okay. we're just his mouthpiece. I feel better now. Thank you. Yep. He can use anything we put out there for his good. <laughs> Even me. Yay. Hey. Well, that was a nice podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming, everyone. There's that, the good news that, for that you. Bye. You. <laughs> well, and we're always interested in hearing what you hear, too, mm -hmm. um, because it really is a conversation between pastor and community. And, you know, it is so striking to think that this was written to create faith. And that's always our prayer for Amen. you. We do pray for you that you would experience a, a renewal of your faith every mm. time you come to worship. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, we as a team have been so um, kind of blown away by the response to worship at, at Easter time here at Easter. 
that there were a number of folks we haven't seen in a long time, and we're so glad that you're here. So welcome back. Um, but then actually this past week too, wasn't worship like just incredibly lively? And yeah. So that that last Sunday in April, man, we um, we saw baptisms and we saw our fifth graders. We I mean we saw all sorts of cool stuff, which which ended up also meaning just m- way more people in worship than than we have seen recently. And um, I know that for a lot of folks, this kind of spring season is deceptively busy, right? Like mm-hmm. you're thinking to yourself, things are winding down, but what they are doing is winding up. Um, True. And people were here, like in the midst of all that, they were here and it was it was exciting and it was powerful and it was loud and busy and crowded and just and great. It mm-hmm. just felt great. So that's we've been talking a little bit about the word revival around here and that sense of of renewal and that palpable presence of the spirit. Um, it's felt good. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, to to realize that there's always an invitation for you to be here. Mm. Because there's good news for you here every single week. And we want you to know that it's not going to be the same without you. Yeah. It's not going to be the same without you. Uh, so we think that what we're doing in Romans is really compelling. And so just please uh, take this as your own personal invitation, but also to invite someone that you love. Mm. Um, because it's always on the arm of a trusted friend that we connect to someplace. And you might have a friend that's going through a hard time. Well, as we unpack Romans 5, verses 1 through 11, friends, I want you to know that this is going to be some really good news for friends who are going through some hard mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Especially people who feel really separated or disconnected, which is definitely a word we've kind of used. And Pastor Megan has mm-hmm. brought that up and Pastor Eric has brought that up too about the need for reconnection with one another, especially even on the heels of the pandemic and mm. other things too. Um but I want you to really listen in on to, uh, as we open up Romans 5 together. And we just pray, God, that you'd open up your word to us today, mm. too. Um, and uh, listen for the word reconciliation as that comes up, um, because that might be a good news for you today. Pastor Megan, would you I w- bring I would us into l- Romans 5? love to read this, especially because, uh, wow, if you've been fighting with Paul a bit like I have, this is where that struggle starts to bear some fruit, I think. This is just really beautiful stuff. Paul writes, therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, although perhaps for a good person, someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more surely then, now that we have been justified by his blood, will we be saved through him from the wrath of God? For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more surely, having been reconciled, will we be saved by his life. But more than that, we even boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received 
reconciliation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. You said it. This we're is, just sitting. This we're is just sitting like, mm, yes. This is, there are uh, a number of places here where it's just the pure gospel proclaimed. Right. I mean, no, like verse no. six, yeah. right? Like verse six, while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. I just, yep. I continue to rest in that promise, right? Mm-hmm. That it wasn't about what I did. It wasn't exactly. about me getting it right. It wasn't about me being worthy and therefore God deigning yep. to bless me with righteousness. But but on God's timing, in, in God's God's work uh, according to what God was up to, uh, that yep. is when Christ came. That is when Christ lived and died and rose again yep. for me, for you, for people that I don't like, yep. for all exactly. of us, right? Like, whoo. I, yeah, I just want to emphasize, too, that it's while we were still sinners. So mm-hmm. all of you listening today, what is a sin that that you're struggling with today while maybe actively mm. and knowing that that's God sent his son to die for you even while you were a slave to that sin. Yeah. And you have been forgiven and you are redeemed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are you are free right now in the hearing of this word, right? Like that's yes. that's you don't have to earn it. You don't have to do something about it. Mm-hmm. It is it is true. Um which, you know, then leads us to the question we keep asking ourselves, which is, well then now what? Yeah, now what? Right? Mm-hmm. Well now what? That's you, always the question. You get to you get to live like it's what? true because when it is, heard, right? When you've heard that good news, your question is, Oh, yeah. Uh, well then now what? Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Every yes. single time. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And I love the story along those lines, uh, where someone once asked Martin Luther, well, now mm. what? And this this was a, a supposed, I don't know if this is a legend or I think it's actually um, true, but it was a shoemaker and Luther, Luther asked him, what do you do for work? He said, I'm, I'm a shoemaker. And he said, well, then um, go to your shop and make the highest quality shoes you can and sell them at a fair price. That's what you do now is whatever gifts you have, whatever experience and opportunities come your way, you do those to the glory of God, yeah. that's why he freed you, is mm-hmm. to be the person he created you to be with the gifts that you have. Whatever your profession, whatever whatever role in your family you have, that's what you do now to the glory of God. Yeah, and that's that beautiful Lutheran uh, principle on vocation, right? Like that we all serve God in what we do, and not just in our jobs, right. in our learning, in our relationship, in our in our place as, as a, a citizen of a country, exactly. yep. uh, as as people in a city like all of those parts of us we do those with with love for our neighbor to the glory of god right it's not selfishly it's to the glory of god yeah yeah not for our own not ends unto ourselves but to the kingdom of god it's so interesting listening to you talk about that because it's very easy i think for folks to feel and myself included Mm. to feel like there's more stuff i gotta do like (gasps) yeah like this like can't be that generous. Like that's <laughs> exactly too, too good to be true, right? Like there's yeah. got to be something. It is. Well, <laughs> it may, is too good to be true, I, but it, that's what is may so I amazing. burst the yeah. bubble, right? You want it to be hard, Pastor Kevin? Let me make it hard for you. Um, well, I, I look for instance, starting in verse three, right? And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings. Like yeah. I just want to point out, thank you for pointing. We out. get to we get to live 
with love for God and love for neighbor first in our hearts. We get to live as freed people. We get to joyfully celebrate the fact that we have been released from sin and that we trust in God and stuff is still going to go wrong. Things are going to be crappy. We are going to hurt each other. Bad things are going to happen. You are going to live with regret and guilt and shame and sometimes that's going to be because of what other people do to you but sometimes it's going to be because of what you did. You sinner that you are. And so I really appreciate that Paul doesn't say yay sunshine and unicorns from now on. He's like and this is just the beginning of the hard work. Mm -hmm. Right? Like the burden has been taken from you and now the real work begins and there is going to be suffering. And Paul says like don't be too triumphalist about this but Paul says that like when these hard things happen we, we even brag about them a little bit because we're like, hey, this is still real. In our suffering, we learn how to endure. And as we're enduring, we're learning more about who we are and who God has made us to be. And as we learned that, we continue to hope in these promises of God. Like that's that's real life, mm-hmm. right? There's, yeah, the this, I'm glad you brought this part up. This is important to emphasize the sufferings part. Mm-hmm. And it's in the in the sort of context of these boastings that he talks about three different boasts. Yeah. And it's so that word that he's, it's kind of unusual, but I, when I hear the, the boast things in this reading, to me, it's, it's like, that's our opportunities to proclaim what, how God's working in our life. So we boast in our hope in the future and we boast in currently in our sufferings because the gospel is true for us. And by faith, we know that we've experienced it and when we're when we experience sufferings we by faith we see god at work mm-hmm. in our lives and so we therefore actually boast not that not that suffering is a good thing right. by no means right. um that's not at all what what this or any part of the bible suggests um suffering is suffering but it's f- because of that experience in life that god sent his son for us and that we now boast because we know that we have a promise that we have victory over sin, death, and the devil, all, all kinds of suffering in our life. We have the victory. So even while we're in the midst of those things, the faith part of us, you know, that's where that it, boasting, it's not that we're like, yeah, you know, I've had a horrible day. Oh, man, Aren't I awesome? I know God loves me because my day's been trash. Yeah. Woo! That's not not what's at stake. <laughs> and then and the third one is that we boast in God through Christ because we received reconciliation. Mm. Um, so, there, yeah, he uses that word three times. It's oh. kind of a weird word, boast. Right, and it's not one that we use, and yeah. it's not one that we use generally with any kind of positive intent, like boasting yeah. is, is – negative in the way that we would use it i and i you know little reminder that um in this well are you generally reading from the nrsv guys right here right Mm -hmm. now um because the nrsv tries to be really like strict on the way it translates a word Mm -hmm. folks you might have a different translation that doesn't say boast and you're like what the heck are they talking about um remember that different translations have different intents and so they might value you know the 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 vibe the feel of a passage over like Mm -hmm. the really strict translation translation so it's it's okay i think that's part of what makes it really valuable to read from different translations as you go oh okay what does paul mean by boast well how did this translator handle it how did this translate right. you get kind of a fuller sense of oh here's what's going on this sense of like i don't know re- re- rejoicing finding hope yes. in um, these things that can also be hard mm-hmm. 
I think that's so interesting for folks because you could be have been a Christian maybe your whole life you were raised in church or whatever and you um, didn't really run into something harder in life mm-hmm. till later. Yeah. And then it's then you're still it makes you really ask some hard questions about things because everybody's experience of suffering is very different and the ability to tell that story at different points in your life mm-hmm. or our better understanding of our neighbor's suffering I think it's really come to the fore whether it's our because of our global relationships and anyone who has been to Guatemala or Tanzania you understand something more about our global partners mm. or maybe it's just your neighbors across the street from our latest our, our good work of our um, land acknowledgement team mm, and mm-hmm. some of the new ways that we're trying to express that that's all a reflection of understanding someone else's suffering but <laughs> I'm going to play the other side of this. Oh, okay. Right? Here we go. Here All we right, go. I'm ready. But what if what if though, you know, you get to that and you're saying, "Okay, Pastor Eric, that sounds nice, but what if my suffering really it, I don't really know how to see God in the midst of that mm. suffering." Yeah. Yep. You know, where it, it's really unclear. Yep. Right? Um I wonder do you see anything at the very beginning in verse 1 about what maybe we're trying what Paul's maybe offering there. I think that there's something there where it says, therefore, that's always a good word to circle in your Bible there to underline that, right? That's a key word mm-hmm. that right. Paul uses as right. a transitional foundational way of kind of articulating something different. But it goes on to say, therefore, since we have justified by faith, right? There's, yes. there's that key word, mm-hmm. through faith, for faith. Mm-hmm. We want you to have faith, mm-hmm. right? What's the next bit of that? Mm-hmm. That is that maybe a part helpful? We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's one of the it's things. A gift. I, it's a gift. And one of the things I say to people when when they really are struggling and they're really in the hardest of hard, and they say, "I just don't, I just don't see God in this." Like, I don't deny that at all. I, mm-hmm. I, I am not you. I am not walking the walk you're walking, and I totally get that you may not see God in this at all. And so, one of the things I can say to you is that this is why we have community. Um, I will hold that promise for you when you cannot see it for yourself. And so it's it's okay if that's not something that feels re- real to you right now. Um, it doesn't have to. <laughs> right. That promise is still real. I will still hold it. Yep. I will still say it. It will still be there for you on the other side of this, whatever that looks like on the other side of this. Um, yes. It's okay. There is There is still peace with God through Jesus Christ even when yep. that doesn't feel real right now. So that means I can still come to worship even if oh, I'm yeah. feeling Oh my gosh. Feeling the feeling the faith is right. yep. thing to say. Feeling yep, feeling the, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really feeling it. You sh- still come. You're yep. still welcome. In fact, it might mean even more yep. for you to be there come in and a hear moment. The promise. Right, right. The promise. Hear it. Be we reminded you. of it when you're not feeling it. Yes, cuz cuz your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, it's our job to reassure you that the promise is real it is true christ died for you christ and god raised christ from the dead yes this was for you and i'm also thinking about another part of the gospels where um the the father um pro, whose son whose uh jesus healed his son he says i believe help my unbelief mm-hmm. it's in the bible mm-hmm. people don't 
people struggle with believing right. this. It's right. biblical. Yes. You're not alone. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think we, we when we say that, oh, uh, we have faith, right? Like, well, that means it's perfect. Well, no, no, no. We just admitted that that faith itself is a gift. And yes. we as humans are, are always grappling with what that means and how we live that out. So there are days when it's going to feel crystal clear to you. And there are days when you're going to be like, well, I see that word faith here in this, you know, in this passage. I don't even know what that means yep. today. You That's are real. not, yeah, you're not responsible for having faith. Right. It is a gift. You do not make your faith. Yeah. <laughs> God grants it to you. Yes. Yeah. My mind is blowing. <laughs> I'm just, you keep preaching, keep going. Oh, oh, right. oh, oh, is that was, all oh, right. It's just, I, 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 part of what I really love about this passage, right, is like all this buildup, all this work, all mm-hmm. this really long sentences and words that I can't translate, like brings us to this core where it says, and even if you didn't understand a darn word I just said, like, hear me say this, mm-hmm. we are justified by faith. We have peace with God. Yep. The suffering that we endure, even in and through this promise, uh, even even that leads us to hope. The trust that even when I don't see or feel this, that God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Like, oh, finally, mm-hmm. we yep. got there. <laughs> we <Yep>. did it. <laughs> And, That's, I just needed that, right? And the poured part points us to our baptism. So oh, there too, what? If you, oh. you were a, a, likely a baby baptized, you didn't do anything to get yourself mm. to the font. It was done to you and it's done for you. Um, that's where the promise is your guarantee. Yeah. And it is you still have no doubt. a promise for you, even if it was done to you, right? Yeah. Like that promise is still yours. Even yeah. if you at that time couldn't say yes to that promise, much less mm-hmm. yes to anything else. Like that's, man, that is grace. Yep. Grace. That's right. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's, well, as we look into the summer months ahead, mm. right? It's because I'm always, you know, you're looking ahead. You're already yeah, thinking about yeah. whatever the next season is. There's going to be gifts for you here at church, mm-hmm. and those gifts may not be the tangible things that you like. We're not giving out TVs or hams or. <laughs> Although in a couple of days at, at our uh, spring fling, we'll, we'll, we will be giving out gift baskets. So yeah, there is, is this that. a dunk tank thing? <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Yes, it is. Not a gift. I'm still not thinking a gift ham for though. Us. Not a gift for the pastors. not a gift for the pa- but a gift for you, friends, if you've ever wanted to um, see your pastor look like a drowned rat. <laughs> wow. Do we get hams for that? Was there? I thought you said something about ham. I would like a ham. That sounds fantastic. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm Needless to say, come for worship throughout the summer because yes. it wouldn't be the same without you. Amen. But also because of what these promises, you will find the peace that you're really longing for. Amen. And that's the promises that we find in the gospel. Mm-hmm. So we're grateful for you. Mm-hmm. This has been the Carry On Cast, mm-hmm. the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everyone.